0: In this house, you'll hear from courageous people who have stepped into their power after turning challenges into grit that creates, motivates, and levels up. I'm Parker Phoenix, and this is my house. Welcome to House Momentum. Petra Yasmina is a singer-songwriter originally from Finland, currently living in New York City. Her music combines elements of pop, indie, and folk with a special focus on lyrics and storytelling. Her biggest musical influences are Taylor Swift, Ellie Goulding, Halsey, and Florence and the Machine. After the release of her debut album, Signet, she's been touring New York City's legendary music venues, such as Pete's Candy Store and Pianos. She is currently recording her full-length album, set to be released in 2022, and her newest single, YCHM, was just released this past February. You moved to New York about 4 to 5 6 years ago, I believe, from Finland. Wow. I yeah. can only imagine <laughs> what what was that like? And and did you have a certain perception of New York before you got here and did it live up to that expectation? Loaded question. I uh, it was
1: kind of <laughs> crazy. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Long story <laughs> short, it, it was um it was kind of crazy. I basically moved just on this crazy whim. Like, well, it wasn't a whim because I had been thinking about it for a really long time and I had been wanting it to happen. But in the end, it all just felt like it. It was all at once. I just made the decision and basically just let everyone know that's what I'm doing, um, and just left and just packed my bags and left. Um, and we combined it with. Uh, a really cool road trip with with some of my best friends. We traveled from New York, like kind of zigzagging the entire United States all the way to San Francisco. Um so we did that first and then I was to return to New York without anything, without a job, an apartment, not knowing anybody. And I remember my best friend at the time saying to me like, I honestly am a little bit worried about you. (laughs) And I was like, come on. (laughs) Um, anyway, so so, yeah, I, I remember really vividly one of the first nights here. Um, I don't know how this is possible, but I didn't really do any research on like living in New York, like housing costs, uh, how to get an apartment, any of this. Like I literally just oh my God. showed up. Um, I know. and And I remember one of the first nights here. I was staying in this a hostel one would call it but i don't know if it even deserves the name um and it was just a room which also is a very relative term here because the walls didn't even go like all the way to the roof like there it was kind of like public toilet type of thing with like this little booth uh where i could fit like there was a bed like a children's size bed oh someone's popping my door um there was a children's size bed um And next to the bed, there was just enough space for me to bring one luggage with me into the booth. Like, that's the size of the entire room. Oh, my God. Um, And I remember just kind of going to bed at night and just it hitting me, like, the reality of it. Like, here I am. I can barely afford this, um, whatever you want to call it. And I've been, you know... Looking at maybe 10, 15 different apartments every day, um, not really knowing that, you know, how difficult it actually is for an, for an immigrant to even get a yeah. lease. Um, and I'm just sitting in bed and I'm just thinking, what did you do? Like, how did you bring yourself into this situation? And I didn't even know
0: that, like, those kind of places, like, I guess, like, however you want to describe where it was, like, that, that these, those still existed in the city. Like you would hear yeah
1: about- apparently so yeah. and it was a thousand dollars a week
0: <gasps> a
1: week <laughs> because I also managed to move in the busiest most expensive period which is the summer end of summer yeah. season in New York um so it was great <laughs> oh my God. but then somehow things just worked out you know I I it, Kind of amazing. I, I think a lot about like, you know, faith and meaning and writings on the walls and callings and intuition and all kinds of that stuff. And and that's the only way that I can explain it because things should have gone very wrong, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they didn't. Um, and when you asked about perceptions of New York, uh, one big thing um, that I always think about when it comes to sort of musicians and and, and the community of musicians here is that everyone kept telling me new york is a shark tank everyone is to try to take you down in order to get ahead like there's they're ruthless it's competitive and it's not i mean yes of course it is but it's not ruthless it's not a shark tank actually i feel like everyone's very much in the same boat and trying to support each other and lift each other up which has been really amazing especially in the in the artist style so that's been really just a really positive that's
0: drive. that's amazing wow i can't now you know you the reason to come to new york you know where of all places you know is it was it because you were like okay i am a musician i need to be in the hub of you know where where all of this is taking place i need to be in that 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 city or was it just for some reason i feel like i am called to new york Uh, Was it a mixture of the unknown versus, you know, your, your ultimate mission?
1: Honestly, I think it was 50, 50, because I think it began as I, I visited New York for the one and only time before I moved here, which was when I was 15. And I remember this moment of just sitting in the cab, looking up. And trying to, when you're sitting in a car, you're trying to see the highest point of the buildings and you can't because the way that the window is tilted, like you can. And I was like, oh my God, this is so cool. Like for some reason, that was really cool to me that I couldn't even see the top of the building. <laughs> That's not how high they were. Uh, we don't have that in Finland, let me tell you. Um, and, uh, and I remember in that moment, I think I just made this unconscious decision that I'm, I'm going to live here one day. It was just as simple as that. It was just, I'm going to live here one day. And then it was sort of, I think, later on when I started thinking about what I want to do with my life and and really thinking about music more as a as a career than than just something fun to do, I think it kind of combined those two that you mentioned. Like it was intuitive, it was just a calling type of thing, but then it also kind of got a very real reason later on as. You know, as I found out about the indie scene in New York and, and the music scene here and the opportunities and all of that.
0: Amazing. So, so cool. now how did your family take that news? Like, yeah, I'm moving to another country.
1: Oh, <laughs> they know I'm crazy. <laughs> I mean honestly I would have expected a lot more worry and backlash, but I but the thing is I, I left Finland when I was nineteen. They always knew that I was going to leave. I mean it was clear state to me i remember in in high school when we had a, a guidance counselor you know trying to recommend different schools for me in finland i all i could say to her was like but i'm not going to stay mm-hmm. here i'm not going to stay here and she kept telling me about all these career opportunities i'm like no no you're not listening to me like i'm not going to stay in this country so it's very clear to me that i was just getting out um even though i mean that sounds horrible finland is a lovely place to live it's just not a lovely place to live for right. me personally yeah um but so um so yeah i think you know at that point when i decided to move to new york i had already been abroad for a lot of years uh six seven years not like six years yeah so i think at that point honestly my parents were like yeah this is new <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> I mean, in some way, it was it was new because, first of all, these previous places that I'd been to were always six or eight months at a time. And then I would come visit home and then I would go again. That was the nature of my my job. I was a travel rep. Mm, okay. um. So we would have winter seasons and summer seasons and a little bit time in between. And also, they were able to visit really easily. These were like holiday uh, vacation spots, you know, so it was easy for them to come to and so on. Um, so it did, in a sense, feel like I was going further, or I was going. It was a more um, definite yeah. move in in some way um, because I knew that it was not going to just be six months. I was actually packing up and leaving. Yeah, here's
0: where you were going to so, really plant those roots and really try to make something happen. Yeah, yeah for sure.
1: Exactly. That's amazing. I remember my mom crying at the <laughs> airport. That was the worst. <laughs> Oh, it was so heartbreaking. And then I remember the first night, um, she sent me a clip of, you know, um, Celine Dion's "The Prayer," yeah. which is just about like, "My child, please be well." Um, yeah, it was, it was oh really my hard. <laughs> I can
0: imagine. My mom is only like an hour away from me, and she still calls like every other day, and. She freaked out when I first Aww. moved out and um it was me and her for a while uh and then she got married had my I have two sisters and there's a 20 year difference between us. Um but she, I can't imagine me telling her, "Yeah, I'm going to move to like, you know, London or something." And and her being like, "Oh, great." England. She'll probably be like <gasps> like it, it's just danger danger it comes to mind first so i can't even imagine how your mom yeah how a mother could feel when their child is going so far different time zone different country but the fact that you know they're supportive and they understand that you know this is what she's they kind of knew this about you um they know who you are and they respect that so that's huge huge and something i've been it's been a common thing as i'm talking to everyone that um as those who are stepping into their power, stepping into what they want to do, what they're, what they decided to do with their lives. I think when people see that you're really doing something that is, is true to you, they, then they support it Uh, when they see the, um, the result of it, the human being that you're turning into your demeanor, your, your desire for live for life. Now this change and shift um, because that's what, that's what happens when we actually step into our power they respect it and support it because now they see this, this transformation or this blossom blossoming of a person um, that they know, you know, now you're in New York, you are settled in, you're, you know, just embracing it, embracing who you are and really um, devouring yourself into yourself as as a singer songwriter. Uh, What's that been like? You know, how, how, what kind of music do you, create now and, and um, yeah what's your whole musical life and journey been so far
1: been really amazing and a journey is a really good word for it a journey or or a roller coaster <laughs> both a words. <laughs> <laughs> an adventure really is what it's been because I the, the same way that I didn't really know anything about New York I also didn't know anything about music business I mean that's the thing you can you can write songs your entire life, you can sing and you can dance and you can play instruments but that's that's a whole different universe to actually aspiring mm-hmm. and actually you know working for it and, and trying to go places um, which it was all completely new to me. I was actually just talking to someone about this yesterday about how insane it is to me that when I put out my first um, album called Signet in, in, in 2019, I basically just, <laughs> I remember being in studio and I had been in studio for a month making the music and a friend of mine asked me, so what exactly happens when this album is done, like when the songs are done and I stopped in my tracks and I went, oh my God, I have no idea. <laughs> like. All I've been thinking about is like, make this music, do this album, put it out, then you will have something, you know, a link to share, which was uh, a legit, you know, now that I think about it, that was actually a pretty good plan, even if I <laughs> didn't really know anything, I still thought I need to have something to share. I need to have right. something out there that people can find me, um, like a starting point. But it was so funny. He was literally like, so you're just putting all this money and time Going to go into studio making this music and what 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 then? And I had no idea. And then I started thinking, oh, I have to actually get this on music services like Spotify, Apple Music, blah blah blah. I have to get this there somehow. Like what do I even do to get it there? Like that was my that was the base of my knowledge. And I I knew nothing. Um and then that versus kind of looking at myself where I am now, which is, you know, I think it, it, it's very easy to be critical of yourself and say, well, it's not like I'm much further. But in, in the knowledge that I have, and certainly so much further, um, just running this this insane single release campaign at the moment. And yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. I think it really just has been an incredible amount of lessons. Some of them hard, some of them really right. fun. Um, another thing that I had to learn completely from zero was, performing my own song um uh, because i've never done that i performed in musical type of things um like school musicals and and choir choir performances but never my own music so just just playing and singing at the same time was a completely <laughs> new thing to me um so you know just looking at that and thinking wow i in in last february i did a an hour long gig in in Heath Candy Store, which is oh, this yeah. legendary music venue in Brooklyn, and I'm just looking at myself like, who's that? <laughs> like, how is that? How did that come to be? um So yeah, I, it it's been a lot, but it's been really That's so amazing.
0: cool. I know, I I remember because um, I used to. I mean, I I, don't, I hate to say I used to sing. I still enjoy singing, but I used to go actively to open mics, and I used to sing at um, oh really? under the Saint Mark's Theater lower east side and um so i remember when i was ready to go and mind you that my first time singing it was like 1 45 a.m it's tuesday people are still there people are still like and very encouraging too
1: new yeah, york people
0: are so encouraging <laughs> There were like even other people who maybe messed up and um i think there was a couple of comedians who were going up and I think they kind of lost their, that's tough. That's um um, of all things. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. That is a whole different level. But
0: everyone's so supportive. And I remember I was up next and my friend was playing the piano. We just did cover music of pop songs, like real pop Mm. pop poppy music. Like I'm talking like some Britney Spears stuff. We're going to make it, you know, sound really dramatic and, and and real fun. (laughs) And I remember being up behind the curtain the first one. I'm like, I'm never saying like this in front of anybody before. And you have that moment where you're just like, I don't know how this is going to go. <laughs> I have no idea. I know. Um, I'm only saying with me and this other individual in a small room for X amount of time, I've never even recorded myself to show anyone. Um, and yeah, YouTube, yeah. like I, I did musical stuff in school. It's not the same. Um, yeah. It's a moment of, Oh wow, we're gonna we're gonna learn something today, and I wonder what it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. But it's it's also very liberating too. I think after you go, go through that, and I'm pretty sure after you've, you know, the first few times you were like, oh, okay, like you felt like you could, like you're just tried on this jacket that fits perfectly. Now you're like, all right, I'm ready to go. Um,
1: that's a really good way of putting it, yeah. I and mean, it it sounds really lovely the way you say it. That because because I think that that's that's well, I hope that that's what happens to most people who start performing. I mean, someone might also go the other way. They might also realize, oh, yeah. oh my God, this is not for me at all. This was terrible. But, but I think most of the time that's what happens. But it, it, it was interesting to me. Uh, a friend of mine actually came to see me play once. And she, when I went back to the audience from stage after my turn, um, it was also like a songwriter circle type of thing. So everyone did maybe one song or two and, and then went back to the audience. And I came back to her table and she was just staring at me. And I was like, what? Oh my God, did I mess up that bad? And she just went, no, I just don't know how you have the courage to do that. <laughs> yeah. And and it kind of hit me that, yeah, it kind of takes courage, doesn't it? Like I hadn't even thought yeah. of it that way. Um, because I think also I've been growing up performing, uh, whether it was been you know, karaoke with the family or, like I've I've grown up kind of in this environment of, people just do that they just go and they just do that um so when she said it like that it really hit me that yeah this is brave not everyone does yeah
0: it. and it's funny that they people think it's brave and then you as an individual are like well I have to do this like I don't I don't, I, I don't have a choice exactly like, you me, thank you for calling me brave but uh this is the only road that I see so <laughs> I'm gonna go down it it's um
1: completely yeah I,
0: it's really funny that's
1: exactly the same thing with with moving to New York as well people would be you know saying oh my goodness you're so brave to do that and I was like okay (laughs) like uh, all right I I don't know that it's it's a it's even a question of courage I think it's a question of well well okay it's a question of courage but it's a a question of whether you have the courage to follow your intuition and your dreams or not not so much whether you have the courage to move to another country that's completely secondary that's true you're not even
0: thinking about the surrounding environment. you're thinking about what you have to physically do um, exactly. even when i I moved out moved out and I was like twenty two twenty three and I remember when that process because I was the only female in my wider family that really moved out that didn't move out because she got married or didn't move out because she was hmm. starting a family or whatever the case. Uh, under the under that kind of circumstance and all my older aunts my great aunts my family's huge um wh- they all took me side by side and were like i'm so happy you're doing this you enjoy it enjoy you know being on your own i guess because they quickly you know they went from being home and then they went to the the married life And it was just so funny because they all like, it was like a Thanksgiving, I think, and everyone on their own time just like took me aside. And I have so many aunts. And I'm like, it's so funny that everyone's saying this and they think that they're probably the only one. And I'm like, (laughs)
1: it was a
0: montage. Like,
1: I'm the rebel of the family. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And they all thought it was.
1: And then everyone is. (laughs) Yeah. They all thought
0: it was so brave and courageous. But I think that just goes to what you said. Like, some people just don't take those steps. Or there's so many other factors, pressures, where you just don't do it. Um, yeah, and I feel like with artists, you the, it's a lot of action involved, specifically with artists. Yeah. yeah. No, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. It's really funny. when Whenever I go back and visit Finland, there was actually a, I think it was like a class reunion or somebody's birthday where just a lot of my high school friends happened to be at. Um, and so many people came to me one by one saying, Oh, I wish I could do that. I wish I could or for London or whatever and I just said, You absolutely can. Mm. Just do it. Just stop talking about it and stop wishing you would do it. Like it's in a, I understand if your circumstances are different. I understand if if you know, you live in, in poverty or or you have five small kids to take care of or whatever it is. I understand that there are circumstances that might, you know, not make it so easy for you to make a move like that. But these are people in, at the time I was 25 years old, you know, they're, they're working at a, in a supermarket or wherever, like they absolutely can up and go. There is nothing (laughs) holding them back. Yeah. And I'm not even saying get out just, just because of getting out. But if you want to, if that's something that you think about every single day when you're you know beeping the groceries please just get up and do it but it was it was really amazing to me how many people and i could see that they were being sincere right. also when they were saying i really wish that i could do that like i dream about it
0: like for god's sake we create these um get on yeah. with it we create <laughs> these limitations and these scenarios in our mind if I do this, this could happen. Mm-hmm. And, and we create these things, and nine times out of 10, they never happen. Worst case scenario never happen. Um And mm-hmm. even growing up, my mom used to tell me, well, what's the worst that can happen? Death. Are you gonna die? Nope. So go happen. ahead. So whenever I, I remember, like when I would, the first day I'm doing an open mic, thinking, all right, what's the worst thing that's gonna happen? The worst situation to me was always dying. <laughs> so if I'm not gonna die.
1: Oh my God! Yeah, serious? if I'm not gonna
0: die, then then okay, booing is nothing. If they walk out the door, that's nothing compared to the worst case scenario, which was that in my head. And I think she said it joking around when I was really younger, and I took it literally, and that's why I kind of yeah. do things because it's like, well, there's nothing to be afraid of because this is it's not that's gonna a really kill
1: amazing me. lesson. Yeah, to kind of hold with you, even if it was said that, jokingly, that's really powerful. Yeah. And that's the truth, too, as someone who had insane fear of failure, I had such stage fright really? that I felt like I would throw up before I had to go on stage. and and, you know, I failed a couple times. I properly bombed. And then I realized, oh my goodness, even if i even if all my worst fears came to life, I still didn't yeah, die
0: exactly.
1: so win. yeah, I think it also. <laughs> Exactly, it's still a win. Exactly. Um, I honestly think that that everyone should just go out and fail a little bit,
0: because that's what really builds your. You want to talk about bravery, or courage? Though to be courageous means you have to do something that scares you. You can't be brave and be in a bubble. Mm -hmm. That's impossible. You're not brave. Mm -hmm. That's the most fearful person there is. Courage is when you actually are facing a fear, and you get through it. Um, or just fa- just facing a fear. I can say that because even if you don't get through it um, successfully the first time, you're courageous enough to try it again. And again, that is true bravery. Exactly. That's courage. Um, yeah. And it's so it's so easy to stay just behind the curtain. It's so easy just to stay in your bubble. And, and, and I don't I don't feel bad when people say those things. Like, oh, I wish I wish I get it. I understand where you at. It, it's it's perfectly safe. I don't blame anyone, Mm. but when you do that and you move from another country and you live in a, I don't know, a hotel kind of most situation Mm. (laughs) and it's scary, that is bravery. I would have, I would have, oh yeah, that that's ultimate courage. So you have to pat yourself on the back, like
1: a lot. Thank you. Um, I do now, I I do now, I look back, I look at my mini me of 25 years old, and I think, oh, you didn't know anything about anything, but you still did it, you know, (laughs) so, so yeah, I I can appreciate myself doing that now, also, because I don't, honestly, I don't know if I would be able to do it now. Yeah,
0: that's very true. I know too much. Exactly. I know
1: too many things that can go wrong in life. Yeah. So. It's so ignorance yeah, is bliss. I, I don't, it's hard to say. <laughs> oh, absolutely.
0: Um, now getting into like your, your music itself, what kind of music do you mm. make? Um. And you write everything, correct? You, you create all of it. Okay. So yeah. tell me a little bit about your sound yeah. what your inspiration, what your, your music is about. Yeah. Let's dive into that.
1: Oh yeah. I think if I had to summarize everything in one word, it would be storytelling I have always been a teller of stories. I have always written, I've always written songs, I've always sang. Um, And yeah, when it comes to kind of sound, I think it's really difficult to describe sound, (laughs) which is something I face in studio with my producer every day. It's very difficult to describe sounds. But but I think it's very easy to kind of compare to similar artists, which I would say uh, a lot of my influences come from Taylor Swift, Ellie Goulding, Halsey, um, Lord, Lawrence and the Machine. Um, these are definitely some of my all-time favorites. I, I'm a kind of a uh, I have these phases of obsession with certain artists or certain bands, but these are these are the the people that have kind of always been stayed in the mix, yeah. uh, so to speak. So I definitely draw a lot of influence from them. Um, and when it comes to my music, my my EP is. Something between pop and folk, I think, um, it's a lot of stories, a lot of, um, lyrics. I love lyrics. I, I write, I try to write my lyrics as, could I say, powerful as I possibly can. Like they, I I want them to be something that if they were separated from the melody, they would still be a, a story on their own. Um, so that's something that I, I take quite a lot of pride in as well. It's, it's just the lyricism and the storytelling part of it. And then honestly, most of my songs come to my head as ready-made lyric plus melody plus production. Just the other day, um, it must have been a week or two ago, I was going to work in the morning, completely exhausted, literally like no brain function, like just walking, taking steps you know, this familiar route to the metro station. And as I step onto the escalator to take me down to the, the station, this sentence came to my head. And then with it came an entire song. Just, I'm literally standing on the freaking escalator down to the metro <laughs> station, like furiously typing in my phone uh, because I know that I'm going to forget it if I don't. So I'm just like furiously typing. And by the time that I was on an escalator up again uh, in, you know, the next station, the song was finished. I I I wrote an entire song in the span of like what, seven, ten minutes or something. And I was just like, Where what? Like, also why? Because like I just wanted to have a quiet morning. <laughs> like I didn't honestly feel like writing anything or creating anything. Um so it it is really strange how sometimes it it comes to you and, and even stranger so when when it comes and it's something that you're not even feeling yeah. or experiencing. I
0: mean. absolutely no that's that's very true like
1: when you write something based on a tv show or a book or it's like why i'm not even going through this like where <laughs> did that come from
0: uh, no it's that's it's amazing it's storytelling at its finest that's what it is that's so important mm-hmm. and that's what good you know you have, you have good music out there yeah music that you might want to dance to for if you're just looking for that but then you have music that you really connect to that makes you feel like you're going through those emotions. Like I could listen to Adele. I've never gone through a horrible breakup, but when I listen to Adele, all of a sudden it's like, oh God. I like, I can feel oh, everything. I just feel like, Oh, like it just hits you. And that is, that's that power of like taking someone there. So whether you're, whatever you're watching, that's inspiring you. It's doing a, its job because it's, it's waking something up that you didn't even know yeah. was in there. I know you have a release of some kind. Tell me more about that.
1: I do. So it is tonight oh, at tonight. 12. So basically on it's a new it's a new music Friday release, but it's always confusing to me that they actually happen on, you know, the night yeah. before because it's always at midnight. Which to me, I, I'm not at bed at I'm not in bed at midnight. So for me it's still Thursday. Anyway, <laughs> not important. Um so it is a single um called Y C H M. Um, that has been in the works for quite a while. I wrote it a year ago, never intended to release it. I wrote it in about 15 minutes. It was one of those unconscious right. streams of just inspiration. I wrote it in about 15 minutes um, and kind of tossed it aside and thought, this is not for me. This is just a pop song. And it might even be kind of good, but it's not my song. And for some reason, I decided to play it uh, in a live show that I did just to kind of have something brand new uh, in my set. And my friend, uh, a really amazing uh, electropop producer, was in the audience. And he came to me and he said, hey, I want to do this song oh, with nice. you. Oh, nice. And I was like, mm, okay. And then actually in that moment, it kind of clicked for me that this is the perfect collaboration for the two of you because his sound is very light and airy and and happy and new, fresh in in a way. And I really wanted to kind of go to go that direction and kind of uh, try something a bit, uh, I don't know, a bit electric, get yeah. a bit new with it. So um, so then I decided, absolutely, let's do this. And it was supposed to come out last spring, but then we all know what else happened last spring. The song is all about self love. Uh, you know, just learning to be by yourself. Uh, independence, individuality, learning to embrace all sides of yourself, and really take care of yourself.
0: That has been like my theme. Well, that was my theme for twenty twenty. Is it like to just learn to accept oh, I love all that. sides of yourself? I have a a picture on my wall that one of my friends, is, who's an artist, who hopefully I'll be talking to him soon, and it shows a picture of like a like a a person. Well, you don't really know male or female, but there's a person above and a person kind of below. And it's, one is very dark with stars, and then the one below is very vi- bright and vibrant. And it the first thing I thought of when I saw that was this is h- what, one per individual and accepting all sides of yourself, that process, that kind of duality mm-hmm. in, in a way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, ultimately, we want people to get to you. We want them to hear them and learn more about you. Uh, how can people hear more of your music, whether it be, you know, if you do have older music out? Um, your Spotify account, all that, like plug away with how people can get in touch and hear your music?
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So, well, the easiest one-stop station is to go to PetraYasmina.com because through my website, you will find links to Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, you know, just all of the places where music is played um also you can learn a little bit more about me my bio and and things like that um i'm also on on uh social media obviously everywhere as petra Yasmina. um if it's difficult to remember Yasmina, i think about the you know prince another the aladdin's oh jasmine, jasmine
0: yes and you will remember
1: because <laughs> it felt the same way like with the j um so yeah Petrius Mina and all the socials and and
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much. I cannot wait to hear your know, release later today. When this goes out, it will already be available. So anyone who's listening, it's already out in the in the internet. Definitely check it out. Um, no, I wish you the best. I like I said earlier, thank when you. people put that genuine intention, that genuine um, energy out into their work. I 100% believe that in one way or the other, you're going to receive that back. So get ready to welcome some new things into your life. All the best in everything that you do.
1: Thank you so much. This was absolutely lovely. Thank you for having me.
0: If you'd like to contact House Momentum or learn more about today's guest, email housemomentum at gmail.com.